It's time to fire up the three-cylinder star drive, the show that sputters along, touring a galaxy of pop culture and fanboy fiction. And now, here are your hosts, Richard Coots and Roger Colby. Hey, welcome back to uh, Three-Cylinder Star Drive. I'm Roger Colby. And I'm Richard Coots. And today, well, we said in the last podcast we are going to rip on Sony. We are. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're actually, we've... we've we focused the podcast here on talking about just because um, see Richard and I are huge comic book fans. I mean, from old school before they ever started making really good, you know, superhero movies. Okay, and you know, in my day, see, I'm a little older than Richard. Okay, a little bit, just a little bit. <laughs> um, but you know, I can remember Spider Man on television, and I can remember <laughs> watching Incredible Hulk. And you know, when I was a kid, those shows were great. They I still like the Incredible Hulk. Incredible still Hulk's still, still, still pretty like good. Yeah, you can Hulk. still watch it. It's still pretty good. But, you know, have you ever gone back and just watched the Spider-Man TV show as an adult? <laughs> yeah. Mm, it's kind of like watching yeah. Super Friends again. Mm-hmm. If you've watched it as a kid, you get up on Saturday morning, you go in there and you watch Sp- Super Friends, and my mom and dad made me go play soccer, and I couldn't watch Super Friends. It really made me mad. So, um, but you watch Super Friends again, it's like, man, this is like the worst animation it's kind of like done. how it is with me and Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah. I love it for the sake of nostalgia, but right. but I I, <laughs> I try and watch it again. It's like the oh, nostalgia glasses right. come it's, it's off. It's gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, when we find out that there's going to be a big budget film being made for you know superheroes, it's like wow. Well, now it's kind of now we're in this age where it's kind of jaded. We're kind of jaded by superhero mm-hmm. movies. Because we've seen so many of them. And, um, you know, I think Marvel's done a really good job of translating these characters to film, you know? In most much. cases. In most cases. In most cases. Most cases they've done. I think Captain America's been fantastic. Captain America's awesome. You know, um, you know, Iron Man, you know, these films. Uh, Thor. Yeah. Know, um, the, main, the main ones that are in the Avengers, you know, mm-hmm. pretty pretty. And then you got Guardians, which is like... Guardians a, is amazing. It's like D-list oh, characters... Yeah. Suddenly, they're A list characters. You know, with with the second Studios. movie, they, the second movie's outdone itself. I mean, oh yeah. It's, you know. So, um, what we want to talk about though is is these these executives who can't seem to figure out. I mean, where did these executives grow up? I mean, did they grow up like in a vacuum where they didn't watch any? Were they just they didn't watch any of these shows or read any comic books or anything or like even know what you know? what these guys are about because honestly some of these films you know okay so Richard talk about what Sony's doing with Spider-Man right now oh man okay so Sony after Amazing Spider-Man 2 kind of I mean it, it did modestly well at the it box okay, office but, but fans bad. but fans and, and critics just hated it and it spent most of the time just trying to set up spin-offs well of you the know film, you know so. you know here's the thing um, and I'm just interrupting you there for just mm-hmm. a second go ahead but um the thing about that is, from a storytelling perspective, okay, um, you know, I've written a few books, and I'm not a super expert on storytelling, but I've been a writer for a long time, <laughs> and I appreciate good writing. And one of the problems that you have with these superhero movies is if you have more than one villain, mm-hmm. or even more than two villains, the movie will bomb. Yeah, yeah. Because you pack too many bad guys in a movie, and the hero has no way to deal with them realistically. And so it's just a disaster. And that's what happened with 
That was my opinion of uh, of Amazing Spider-Man Two. Yeah, they had two main and, villains and three. And, three. and the problem is, you oh. get one villain and the rest are crap. Yeah. And uh, but um, yeah, Electro was terrible. Oh man, Electro was terrible. That was so um, but um, yeah. So, anyways, what they're doing is they kind of quietly made a deal with Marvel after that, Marvel Studios, to bring Spider-Man into the MCU. Yeah. And it's like, and then he showed up in Captain America Three: uh, Civil War, and everybody loved it. And it was, I mean, it's awesome. It's probably the most faithful adaptation of Spider-Man right. so far. And you thought, all right, Sony, way to go! You've totally learned your lesson here. Uh-huh. And now they're saying, like, oh, but now we're going to make a, a Venom film and a Black Cat film. But they're not going to be part of the MCU or yeah. have anything to do with Spider-Man. Yeah. And it's, then it's like, what? And I think they're trying to, they're wanting to do, like, an R-rated film with, with a dark R-rated film with Venom. And Sony uh, Marvel Studios is never going to do that. Okay, um, so <clears throat> if we have Venom, is Spider-Man going to be in it? Nope, nope. No. That's Does the exist? thing. Does he exist? Uh, nope, not in this film, oh. apparently. That's the problem. Uh, Completely divorced. Yeah, movie. I don't... Maybe you could make Black Cat work, but Venom, no. That's I mean, impossible. That's a, yeah, how do you... You're going to have to come up with a really convoluted way to to make Venom work without Venom Spider-Man. Venom in an alternate universe. Yeah, it's 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 just it's, stupid. Uh, and and then they're saying now that the, after the Spider-Man Homecoming sequel, their mm-hmm. contract with Marvel is up, and they may have... Uh, Spider-Man exit the MCU. And so, yeah, you think people are going to respond to that well? No, they are not going to respond to that well. No, no, they're not. Um, <clears throat> you know, this, this, this is the same kind of thing that you deal with with uh, Fox and, um, and, the, and the Fantastic Four. You know, um, they have a Fantastic Four movie, they're going to reboot it, they're going to do it again, okay, and you think, oh, they're going to reboot it, and they're going to fix it from last time. Which, you know, the very first Fantastic Four movie wasn't horrible. It wasn't horrible. And, you know, it, it was pretty... It, the tone was pretty in line with the characters. Yeah, they were. It was. And, and you know, it was... Uh, you had you had a Captain America playing Johnny Storm. So, um, which is kind of weird when you look back on it. Yeah, but, like really but Chris Evans was great Johnny Storm. He did. He did a great Johnny Storm. Um, but, you know, what you have is you have this, um, this uh, movie made by the guy who made Chronicle, mm-hmm. okay... Josh and, Trank. Yeah, and it was his first big film after Chronicle, right? And he gets mm-hmm. in there, and he doesn't know how to communicate to anybody. And he completely bungles the film, and it's behind schedule, and it's just a mess, and he's just not a very well, good... Well, it's, not, it's and, not just that. There was so the, much studio interference studio, that came in and wanted him to change right, pretty much in, everything. Right, they come in, and they want to change everything, and they want to do all this stuff, and, and, and you know... Trank is like, uh, well, okay, but that's not, you know, what the Fantastic Four are about. I kind of know what they are because, mm-hmm. you know, I read the comics. Well, we don't care because we're studio execs and we tell you what to do. And so it's like, this is the problem. Studio executives, if you're listening to our humble podcast, please stay out of the business. Just, yeah. just fund it and let these comic book nerds make these movies, dude. I mean, you look what happened when you let Joss Whedon make an Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. You get a great movie. You know, because the guy completely the understands third, the character. Still the third highest uh, grossy movie of all time. Yes. I mean, he completely understands superheroes. He mm-hmm. understands it because he's written comic books. He has made comic books. He's read them his whole life. Oh. So he completely understands it. Oh, he's making Batgirl. 
Really? He's making a Batgirl movie, okay. Joss Whedon. So, thank you. Thank yes. you, Joss Whedon. Thank you, Joss Whedon. We're finally going to get a good Batgirl movie. And thank you, Warner Brothers, for actually putting Jeff Johns in this charge. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that was smart. Well, see, here's the thing with, uh, and that's another thing we should talk about, you know, DC. Because DC needs to figure out what Marvel's doing and pretty much do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Because DC, their television people and their movie people, mm-hmm. they don't talk to one another. No, and that's no. the problem. There's... They're down the hall from each other, and they don't say a word to one another. Yeah, and uh, spoiler alert, they made the executives, uh, the movie executives, the film division, made them kill off uh, Deadshot on Arrow just so just because they didn't want it to compete with Will, Will Smith's version on, in the Suicide Squad. Yeah, it's just like another one of those executive decisions. Now listen, I liked... Will Smith as mm-hmm. Deadshot. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Uh, I had some honest, tear-jerking moment at the very end of that mm-hmm. movie when you know when he's got to leave his daughter, and it's like, oh man, you know that's pretty sad. But um, overall, executives just need to stay out of it, and I think every fan agrees. I wish that they would just listen to us, but they don't. Yeah, I but mean, we're the ones paying for the tickets. Suicide Squad was an all right movie. I enjoyed it, but it was a mess. All the editing and everything because of all the executives that came right. in. David Iyer swears that that's his that's his cut, but we all you know it's not. It's, it's the executives no. cut who came no. in and made all no. that stuff. It's bad. Um, at the be- you know like so, in case in point, like the very beginning of the film, when in Suicide Squad, where mm-hmm. you've got one random song after another. You know, just being played in the background. Yeah. And it's like, um, we're trying too hard to be like Guardians. <laughs> yeah. But then and you could really tell about the the choppy editing because it, would, it wouldn't be, like, seamless. It would be, like, abruptly changed from uh-huh. one song to the next. There's, yeah. like, no... There's no... There's, there's no... There's, you see, there's no... When you put a song in the background, like a, an iconic song in the background, mm-hmm. you have to have a reason for it. It's not. Ju- it has to be story driven. It mm-hmm. can't be just. I'm throwing this song in because it sounds cool, or maybe it has something to do with, you know, a slight thing that has to do with the story. Um, it's a lot better if it drives the story forward. Anyway, okay. So today's dollar rental of the week is uh, Hollows Grove. Yeah, I rented Hollows Grove. Um, <laughs> well, it's a found. Is footage. it worth it? Uh, no. Okay. It's not. But it's it's. I mean, I guess you no could shark, watch it. It's no shark exorcist. It's no shark exorcist. I mean, it's watchable. Uh-huh. It's watchable, at yeah. least. But it's not great. The special effects aren't that good. It's really low budget. But I rented it because it was like, oh, Lance Henriksen is in this. Yeah, Lance Henriksen. Lance Henriksen. Who doesn't love Lance Henriksen? Who doesn't like Lance Henriksen? Who's also an end of the Badlands, by the way. Yes, he is. But anyways, he's barely in this movie, though. And when you do see him, he doesn't get much to do. Like, there's a scene where he's, like, wearing a onesie, pajamas. that has, like, you know, the old <laughs> button-down rear that comes down so you can take a poop. Are they red? Uh, no, it's white. Okay. But, but you know, you got the little buttons. That's worse. So you can take them down. They're white. And he, like, bends over and pulls the pants down and, like, talks out his butt like Ace Ventura. Oh, Lance Henderson. Lance Henderson. What's... This Why did is, you do that to I know. yourself, man? Why? But, you know... I guess he needs the work. I don't know, um, but yeah, it's it's not very good. And and but basically, what it's about is there's this documentary crew. Well, there's these guys, and they play like they're kind of like ghost hunters, but they're totally fake. Yeah. And so um, they go. They call themselves the the Spirit and Paranormal Investigation Team. Spit. Yep. 
spit. <laughs> That's great. And they had this guy filming a documentary of them covering <laughs> this abandoned old uh, orphanage. Uh-huh. And uh, basically, everything starts going bad, obviously. Of People course. start getting killed. Yeah. But then you spend, like, maybe the last 10 minutes with the guy who was shooting the documentary, and he is the worst actor. I mean, he is just so awful. Um, but, I mean, it's watchable. You can rent it, I guess. It's, you can get it in the two-for-a-dollar two section at yeah. Family Video. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah. Okay. And then it has, like, McKelty Williams at the beginning and at the end. Like, well, small um, it's like one of those movies you just, you know, you have nothing better to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, Speaking, if you didn't have anything better to do, I have some books that you could you could get on my Amazon page. Um, and uh, next time, if, if you also, if you want to check us out on uh, Twitter, you can get us at, uh, at three, the word three. Uh, SCD. SCD, yeah, that's kind of. I'll put it on the page. So uh, next time we are going to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh yes, that's yeah, good. I definitely, because by by oh. then, hopefully you have seen it by then, and we won't spoil anything for you. But it's we want to so talk good. about it's it. It's so good, though, you guys. All right. Till next time, I'm Roger Colby. I'm Richard Coots. Bye.